Welcome to The Storied Outdoors, a podcast that's somewhere between Lewis and Tolkien and Lewis and Clark. I am uh, Brian Gill, along with my co-host, Brad Hill, and we have a dear friend, Ronnie Gatry here. Thank you for being here today, buddy. Man, thank you for having me. We are so excited to have a, uh, this conversation. Um, just uh, getting, into, getting to know a, a little bit about how the outdoors speaks with to you. And, and you, you just recently told us before we had this, uh, when we started this, this, this story that uh, I hope everybody uh, will, will enjoy. So um, your first hunting trip. Okay. Um, and, and Gil, I'll keep this brief, man. I promise. I'm, I'm, with I'm with a, Ronnie? I'm a, I don't think that that's possible <laughs> with Ronnie. <laughs> So, uh, so like I was telling you guys beforehand, uh, so I lost a bet to a uh, to a gentleman I worked with at the time. All good stories start with <laughs> I lost a bet. There's not a bad story that starts <laughs> like so that. There's not, yeah, so. People are hanging on the edge of their seat now. They're like, okay, they, they scoot it up. They're like, oh, yeah. okay. okay. Let's hear about We're this. into this. So we lost um, a bet. Right. I can't remember what year it was, but um, all I remember was is uh, Alabama football, and it was when uh, Johnny Football came to town. A lot so, of people uh, lost money yeah, on that game. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So uh, anyway. Um, like I was telling you guys, I, I'm a tightwad financially. I usually don't, you know, do a lot when it comes with money and betting and things like that. So uh, it was more of an experiential bet. And um, my, I guess, my end of the bargain was if I won, he would buy me lunch, okay. go to lunch, okay. whatever. Okay. Uh, big shocker there, right? Um, <laughs> if he won, <laughs> if he won, uh, I had to go hunting with him. So, um, you know, at the time, I'm just like, man. Now, have you ever been hunting at no, this No, no. This, this is my first Never. time ever going hunting, okay. right? So we know how the story ends. You know, uh, Johnny Football comes to town, and he shuts down Tuscaloosa. It's, oh. it, it gives me chills talking run, about Run tonight. around like a chicken with his head yes, cut off. man. <laughs> amazing. So, it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, no. <laughs> even, even as an Alabama fan, true, true. it was, it was you, unreal to watch that game. I'll never years forget Years after it. the fact, yeah. you respect just how good he was. It was crazy. Right? So, well, as an Auburn fan, I'm... I would, I'm just loving to hear this story. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, um, you know, I had a co-worker, so I had to follow through with my end of the bet. Or you hear it. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Not, Every I day. Want that. I don't want that. I'm a man, right? right. So, <laughs> man um, of your word. So he, uh, we, we talk at work uh, on a Friday, Friday afternoon, because we were set to go Saturday. I think it was the following week. And uh, he, he let me know where to be at uh, 3.30 a.m. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, yeah. 3.30 so a.m. A.m. A.m., mm. dude. <laughs> so, <laughs> Man. so, you know, I had to get clarification because, you know, sometimes you, you hear things. So, uh, no, he confirmed a.m. Right. And uh, he told me very shortly uh, why or very briefly why that was, mm. you know, because we had to do hunting prep. Right. So in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, hunting is nothing but a gun and woods, you know, like, what do you what do you need to prep for? You know? So, <laughs> so it, anyway, it's a practice test or something. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I meet him at this hole in the wall uh, restaurant, uh, you know, and me, me, me meeting at a restaurant. I'm thinking there's going to be food involved as well. But at three thirty, this restaurant wasn't open. Three a.m. They not a.m. No. no, shut down, <laughs> come back in hmm. four hours at the earliest. Uh, so we meet there, hop in this truck, and uh, we drive. I can't even tell you which direction, but we drive for a long time. This is like, a good friend. This is a good friend. Yeah, he's a good friend. Okay, okay. He's, a, he's, he's a good friend. <laughs> I, I still talk to him every night. Okay, good. Today, so yeah, yeah. Um, so no, um, I'm looking at my my cell as we're driving, you know, far and farther out, and I don't don't recognize anything. And uh, you know, cell phone signal starting to fade. Whatever. Three bar. Two bar. Right? 
One bar. Forget it. Forget it. <laughs> hang, hang it up. Right. Girl. <laughs> Call Jesus. Write a letter. <laughs> it, just gotta, it, it just says, write a letter. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, we get to we get to uh, this hunting club in the middle. And I, I really wish I could remember like what, what the name of this town was, but never been there before. Out in the middle of nowhere, a hunting club, which, you know, it was a trailer, mm-hmm. mind you. I mean, it, yeah. it wasn't anything like mm-hmm. what I hear other people experience from hunting clubs. So <laughs> we get there and uh, we proceed to walk. And I'm telling you, it's cold, right? And it's still early. We're walking what felt like 20 miles, right? Oh my goodness. Because every time we get to a certain spot, I'm like, okay, this, this is going to be where we set up. No, 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 no. So uh, we finally find the spot. Tree stands already set up. Uh, like I told y'all before, uh, this tree stand, from the looks of it, is only made to house one adult mm. <laughs> at best. Mm. And so uh, I remember watching him climb up and explaining to me how to climb up. And I'm thinking, OK, you know, you got a tree for me right, right here somewhere. Like, <laughs> Where, where's there's mine? No way where's mine? It? Where's mine? <laughs> It's not a buddy stand. Yeah, yeah. So he goes up and then he gets up there. He's like, all right, Ronnie, come on up. And I'm like, okay, I mean, whatever. If y'all weren't close, you were then. Yes, dude, super close. So um, I weasel my my big frame up there and, uh, we're, you know, laying, laying on my stomach or whatever. And we could see out everything, man. Gil, dude, peaceful. Yeah. Watching mm. the sunrise over this land. Oh my yeah. goodness, mm. man! You know, yeah. so I, that's I got, an experience in itself. Yeah, I yeah. got to appreciate some of that. It was cold, but like just just watch the sunrise over over that uh, not farmland, but you know what yeah. I mean. Just remote trees. That's I mean, just, awesome. oh, it's incredible. So uh, we watched the sun come up, and um, you know, I can't talk. Uh, he made sure my phone was off because we don't want to scare the deer. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh, I forgot. I forgot one important. There was important, some. There was some prep. Yes. What, yeah. what other prep For, things? Forgive did you me. Do? Forgive me. Deer prep <laughs> or hunting prep. So um, once we get to the hunting club, when we get out of the truck, um, he. He brandishes this gallon jug, what I think is, you know, some type of hydration, <laughs> hydration of some sort. Um, so he opens it and he starts pouring on his boots. And man, when he opened it, I just caught this stench. And I was like, it could be it could be anything out here. Right. Yeah, right. It's not, You're not in the woods. Jug. Yeah. It's like he's going to tell me what that is at some point. So then he casually walks over mid conversation. He starts pouring on my boots, you know, and these are these are my these are my like boots that I cut the grass in. Like yeah. I don't do any heavy duty stuff, but I mean. They're, they're my boots, you know. It's not just your hunting boots. Right. <laughs> they turned it to my hunting boots right. that day. Yeah. So um, he starts just dousing my boots in this liquid. And, you know, I'm catching more of this foul aroma. And I'm oh. like, dude, what is going on? That is pungent. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And he was like, man, um, this is deer urine. Oh. oh. <laughs> so I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, man, I don't know how I'm going to get out of here, but I got to get out because this can't, this can't get any better. And so this was pre-20-mile walk. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Oh my goodness! Because the, the liquid's got to soak in, and your tracks will uh, will attract deer, I guess. So anyway, um, he's dousing my my boots in this deer urine and explaining to me, you know, this is what attracts a deer. You know, uh, if they smell anything else, I could scare them away. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, Ugh, okay, this is going to be rough, but yeah. you know, follow through with the bet. You know, we're here, might as well. So uh, anyway, we proceed through the woods. We're in the tree stand now. Laying on our stomachs, and uh, I remember he was he was telling me where to aim and what to look for, right? Mm-hmm. Really softly, right? And it hit, it hit me like 
he hasn't even shown me like how to operate this thing. Like, I mean, you know, the basics, you know, if you pull the trigger, something's going to go boom or whatever. Right. But I'm just kind of like, does he trust like that? I know how to use this thing. <laughs> and in the back of my mind, I'm like, you, you can't punk out. You got to be a man and, you know, like act like you know what you're doing. <laughs> but, the, but then also I'm like, I really don't know what I'm I really doing. So, um, so I didn't I didn't mention it to him, and I was just like, man, if I see something, I'm just gonna tell him, and he's gonna handle it. So uh, we were out there for several hours, several man, big dude getting hungry, right, oh, getting super goodness. hungry. But we can't leave till we see something. And finally, I think it was about five hours, no joke. Um, we see this deer. I think, and I'm just gonna guess, but it was like a six or an eight point, something like that. Wow, a good deer. Yeah. yeah. And he, I mean, he started getting excited. And he, shh, Ronnie, 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 do. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> Dude, they go hear my stomach growling in the minute, so you better tell your business. <laughs> so uh, anyway, he um he takes out the deer. He's super excited, like so, so, overjoyed. So he got the deer. He got it, not okay. me. Not no, 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 okay. no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Okay. So uh, he is overjoyed. I'm thinking like there must be like a bag of gold in the belly of this deer because he just he's beside himself, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm almost emotional, right? Yeah. So uh, we we weasel our way out of the tree. You're stand. excited because the hunt's over, right? <laughs> or so I thought. <laughs> like, oh man, okay. <laughs> so we weasel our way out of this uh, tree stand and uh, we we go on to the which. It's crazy. Once you get on ground and you see where that thing is, it's like, man, I, he doesn't seem that far away when you're up higher. Right. But it was a considerable walk to get to it. So we go there and he's checking it out. He's like, man, Roddy, you did it. Like, I'm fucking this. like, man. Yeah. Yeah. Way to go, buddy. <laughs> Lunch. <laughs> so uh, he goes to God, process the deer. I'll just say that much. Uh-huh. And uh, I guess it's a cut. It's customary in hunting for your first kill mm-hmm. that you you know put the blood on your blood of the deer on your hands yeah. and you mm-hmm. put it on your face. But that's the person who pulls the trigger, right? 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 I didn't I didn't know that till after the fact because oh, when man. I came back to work, I had a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you did. Yeah. So um, he he's doing all this stuff or whatever, and he comes to me with his hands like this, and so I drop the gun and I grab his hands. <laughs> And I'm like, dude, what is happening right now? He's like, man, let me, let me put some of this blood on your face. Maybe take a picture when we get to the hunting club, da, 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 da. I was like, uh-uh, man. I got the urine on my boots. I'm good with deer right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's trying to explain to me, but I'm like, man, look, I don't know what happens after this, but all I'm focused on right now is getting up out of here. <laughs> the bet, I, I, I fulfilled my obligation. I fulfilled it. Yeah, yeah. You got the deer. We're good. Yeah. So um, anyway, uh, we end up dragging this, oh, what do you call it, a carcass or whatever, yeah. back to the bottom of the tree stand. And we go right back up in there for another hour or two. Oh, yeah. And he's like, Ronnie, man, I know by the looks of this deer, it wasn't alone. There's going to be more coming. Da, da, da. It's like after after that shot, you think so? <laughs> He's like, let's just let's just kind of you know take our time and just see. You know, yeah. I'm not gonna be here long. I know you're hungry, right? But let's just see. And so, mm. of course, nothing else showed up. So we're we're lugging this thing all the way back. Deer mm. was heavy, right? Yeah. Didn't no one no one tells you about this part of it uh-uh. or tells me at least. We lug it back to the hunting club. He gets there. There are few other guys there, and dude, it is a celebration. Of celebrations, oh, that's <laughs> funny. Like, whoa, okay, this is real. This is this is what people get excited about. But um, as I was sharing with you beforehand, um, for me, I guess uh, one of the thoughts or one of the one of the lessons I learned is 
Ronnie, you know, this we, we live on a we live on a globe with a lot of people. Right. And not everybody's going to get as, as excited mm. about things that you get excited about. And it's OK to share in the joy that someone else experiences. Yeah. And um, it, it, if I could say this, I don't I don't <laughs> I don't want to ruffle any feathers. But I mean, think about this situation just from the optics. Right. You've mm-hmm. got you've got a white male mm-hmm. who grew up, <laughs> you know, totally different than I did. Sure. Then you've got me and we've come together, you know, and I've I, it was on terms of a bet lost. OK. Yeah, of course. Right. But. All in good fun, though. I mean, yeah, but I could have come up with any excuse not to do it. Sure. But now here I am, like, extending myself a little bit, exploring a different culture, because hunting is a culture. It, it is. is. It is. Oh, exploring yeah. a different culture, learning a lot, learning about him. And it's just like, oh, my goodness. This, it, as bad as it was with the, with the deer urine, the conditions <laughs> and all that, my heart was – and it, it took me a while. It took me a while mm. to realize this, but my heart was kind of full because – I got to share that joy with him, yeah. you know, so uh, celebrate the difference. Yeah. 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 And I, I think it's such a powerful lesson in that, especially now with everything going on, you know, sure. so yeah. Anyway, I, ta- I take pride in the fact that I was able to experience that and experience that with him in a ton of unfamiliar territory. Yeah. So, well, yeah. man, I mean, I, I know that that shaped you uh, in your own personal uh, well-being and, and, and able to appreciate other cultures and other people and other things. Um, one of the, one of the things that, that you mentioned to me is something that you do enjoy, which is golf. Golf. Oh my goodness. Now, and, then, I, and then a lot of people are like, I, I golf, I don't get in, I don't get excited about golf. How is right. golf exciting? So like, that's the other side of the coin, right? You don't get excited about hunting, yeah, but you do get excited about golf. Right. Yeah. Right. That's good. Yeah. So yeah. golf, a good day of golf for me is when I find more balls than I lose. <laughs> Oh man, me too. And, and that's, that's I mean, that's I love golf. Thing, yeah. I love golf. If right. I break a hundred, I'm happy. Yes. And yes. um, you know, and the old foot wedge has to come out every now and then, you know, to uh help me uh, a little bit on the fringe if I need to. No shaving. But uh tell us about golf, man. So um so golf, um so it's interesting, right? So my dad played a lot. Um he got into it when I was like a teenager, right? And um, when he got into it, I was in a basketball, baseball, football, and I just thought golf was boring. So for years, he just, you know, calmly just, you know, drop a little something like, hey, you want to extend the invitation? Yeah. And I'm like, man, please, let's go get some shots up or something, you know. (laughs) But, you know, teenager, you got the world figured out when you really don't know anything. Right. Right. So um, I, you know, I get I, I mature a little bit more. I get in the professional arena and I know that this is a thing. So I, you know, I get invited to a golf tournament. Yeah. I don't have any clubs or anything and I'm dreading it, but I gotta go. I mean, my boss at the time was there. He invited me. I'm on his team. You can't say no to that. Right. So I had to go, had to go get, I borrowed clubs from a buddy, whatever. Um, tried to learn as much as I could, you know, in in the short, short go, amount go of time to the range. Possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, did all that stuff. Even reached out to my dad. Like, I don't know what to do, you yeah. know. So, uh, anyway, we're there, and it was a it's a four man scramble. So that means a lot of pressures off everybody that hits. Sure. Take your best, Is it best, ball. best, best ball. Yes, yeah, okay. yes. Um, so I get out there, and it was at it was at Oak Mountain, and I'll never forget it, man. Which, by the way, is a really good yes. public course. Yeah. But, dude, the scenery. Beautiful. Just took me over. I'm like, man, this is absolutely gorgeous. You forget that you're in Birmingham. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, again, kind of like the hunting thing. It's peaceful. It's remote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
lot of lot of guys having a good time chasing the white ball, as people like to say. Right. Um, so you know, I get up there. I'm terrible. My first swing, I missed the ball. <laughs> Second swing, you know, I'm just like, oh, I'm about to pulverize this thing, and I put everything I have into it, and it goes like, oh, four man. inches. Oh, man. <laughs> So I'm just like, man, why would anybody want to do this for four plus hours, you know? But um, then you hit that one good shot. You you're that like, oh, oh, there you it took is. The words out of my mouth. There man. it is. And oh. I, I guarantee anybody that plays, you're going to hit that one good shot. Yep. And that feeling you get kind of like my buddy getting that one deer. Yeah. No matter how long it took him, he got it. Yeah. It's like, man, that keeps you coming back. Yes. Yep. So um, that was my experience that day. And uh, I just I just became. I became more curious about it, you know, just um, starting to ask more questions mm-hmm. and then uh, over time starting to make little investments into golf. But um, I have to say over the years in uh, consuming a lot of golf, it has taught me so much about my approach to life. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. So um, one of the biggest things, and I, and I touched on this a little bit, um, I, I'm, I'm a bigger guy, mm-hmm. right? So I'm thinking if I use my size paired with this golf club, use all the strength that I have to hit this ball, it's going to go into eternity, right? Right. But the reality is, if you try to muscle your golf shot, you're not going to go any... I mean, the ball's not going to go anywhere. That is so true. So, like, the biggest life lesson in in that to me was, man, at the time I was in a position to where I was really trying my hardest to impress everyone around me. Personally, Mm. professionally, Mm. I was even... um, I was even dating my now wife at the time. So it was just like... I knew she was the one for me, and it was just like I was going over and beyond. But I was, I was forgetting who I was because yeah. wow. I'm trying to trying to be everything to everybody mm. in terms of golf, trying to use everything I had to hit this ball in eternity, right? Yeah. And so um, I was playing with this this gentleman who I still play with at least twice a year. He's taught me a lot about the game, and he said, "Ronnie, you got to let the club do the work." Mm. This club was designed mm-hmm. <laughs> to make impact with this ball and the ball to, to do what it does. Yep. Let the club work. You do everything else, but let the club do what it's designed to do. And for me, it's kind of like, Ronnie, do what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, don't try to don't try to be this, 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 this and that. Mm-hmm. Do what you do. Mm-hmm. Have confidence in wow. it. Commit to it. And do it and everything will be fine. Yeah. The game of golf taught me this. How about that? Mm. It's crazy, right? Now you uh you're a father. Yes, father of two. When I have been on the golf course, one thing that I've been taught um, pretty much every time I play is patience. Oof. And mm. What have you been taught that have you been able to <laughs> implement into your That's father? never an easy lesson. <laughs> no, that's not a fun lesson at all. No. no. It's not. No. Uh, so, so I'll be honest. Patience is still a work in progress for me. Yeah. Isn't it <laughs> for too. all of us? Yes, Let's be real. Is. Just being honest about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, kids, kids help you to uh, to prioritize that. Of course, um, out of no fault of their own, just being kids, just like I was. But um, as it relates to golf, patience. Um, number one, it's it's a long it's a long game, mm. right? It takes a while, you know. Unless you're with a group that yeah. just goes. I mean, you're talking four hours if you're playing eighteen. Sure. Hours. So. Um, there's that. There's that too. Also, in learning to get, I don't even co- consider myself to be decent. I've been playing for almost 15 years now. Um, I don't consider myself to be decent, but to get to where I have, where I am now, it took a lo- it took a while, mm-hmm. yeah. and I had to go into it knowing, okay, I'm not going to shoot for par. You know, I'm not going to birdie every hole. I'm not. I'm not even going to bogey every hole. 
But man, you know, if I if I commit to the process of slowly getting better, my performance yeah. during the round of golf will become better. That took a whirlwind of patience, especially mm. when you're playing a lot more and you're playing with guys who've been playing since they were like 10. Yeah. And they get up there and they act like they're not even doing anything. Mm. And then they just, yeah, Ronnie, you know, last week I just soup and then you're hitting it straight out, <laughs> straight out the fair. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I was, at the, I was at the drive race for hours yesterday and I couldn't hit a shot like that. You know? So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I would say that would be my answer in terms of the patience with golf. And it just kind of taught me, hey, you're good. Continue to trust the process. Take your time yeah. slowly, but surely get better. I feel like uh, I mean, I feel like that resonates with me as a father is that I'm not going to get it right all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's going to be days that I, I feel like, man, I really messed that up today. Right. Um, right. But you keep coming back. Yes. You keep showing up. You keep trying and you keep just relying on the Lord for strength and, and you know, like letting the club do the work. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes me think, you know, let the Lord do, let mm, the, Lord do the work. Come on. Yeah. Come on. You know, it's <laughs> I like, like let me be me, but let God be God. That That's kind of what my takeaway, I guess, uh, um, from that is. Um, what do you what do you feel like the the connection for the outdoors? How do you feel the outdoors has helped you spiritually? Mm. Um, so, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna relate this to golf again if I can. Absolutely, yeah. sure. So um, now, I guess as as I've matured uh, personally, I'm I'm able to take different things away from the game of golf. But one consistent that I've been able to take away is looking at the creation mm. because you're out there. There's no tall buildings. There's no, you know, there's no Wi-Fi. Right. <laughs> you know, there's, there's none of these extra stuff that, you know, we've kind of woven into society now and uh, deemed as necessities. Right. Right. So it's just you and God's creation. Yeah. I mean, so, golf courses in part are, aren't they designed specifically to close out all that noise? Absolutely. Right. I've never been to uh, Augusta before. I've, mm-hmm. I've, I've done triathlon in Augusta. And if you don't know the golf courses there, like you wouldn't see it because it's like so – like you see like the entrance, entrance and that's yeah. about it, right? Yeah. But from what I understand and what you see on television is like in there, it is – when those guys are about to putt, it is super quiet. Yes. It's right in the middle of this little town. Mm. But somehow like the way they're designed, right, is they're beautiful like you're saying – and then they close out somehow everything, the noise, yes. all the noise. So, man, I love that experience because when you step onto a golf course, you're right. You're in creation and it's quiet. Yeah. And, and you know, one of the things for me that it provides, let's just say, because this, this has happened every round of golf that I've ever played. You're going to hit a bad shot or for me, a series of bad shots. And so one thing I like to do, whether I'm walking or riding in a cart is let's say I hit a bat shot off the tee uh, and I can see it. I'm going to, I'm going to tell my guy that I'm playing with like, Hey, look, drive up. I'm going to go walk to the next ball. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's the time for me. Part of it is spent like thinking, okay, I know, I know my angle was probably off because the ball went that way. You know, just, just thinking about the golf lessons you've learned over time, but then there's also a part of it that calms you because hmm. it's just you walking through I mean, it's a golf course, but it's still you're in the middle of nature. Mm-hmm. So that gives me time to like kind of let my mind go. I lose a lot of, you know, other thoughts or auxiliary, auxiliary, auxiliary thoughts, as uh, one of my golf buddies says. Mm-hmm. And uh, you think about the next shot. 
right? Mm. You think about, okay, um, not going to try to pulverize this. I know what I can do. And you start to visualize and you're like, okay, this next shot, I'm going to hit it right there. Yeah. And you're, if, if you're me, you're psyching yourself up and you're like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Let's approach the ball and let's do it. And most of the times that happens, I usually end up hitting a decent shot. Wow. And it's just. And, so that walking time is like the reflection time. Yes. Yes. Man, and, 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 and Gil, you talk about um, the impact on fatherhood, right? Mm -hmm. We're, um, we're in this COVID pandemic situation mm -hmm. and um, we, we had the quarantine situation where schools closed and all that. And uh, one of the things that um, my sons and I did a great amount of time was we would just we'd get out the house because they're just electronic crazy mm -hmm. and we would just go and walk. So good, man. And my, my, my youngest man. was two at the time and just hearing, you know, as best he could communicate, hearing him share just, the most random things while we're walking. Yeah. It reminded me of the golf course, man. Man. You know, and it was just like, and then of course my, my now seven-year-old, we're walking, you know, daddy, why are we walking? Daddy, da, da, da. I was like, son, we just got to take a break. You know, we got to release. And yeah. it became something over quarantine season that they start to look forward to. Because when we decide to do it, it was around the same time every day. Yeah, you know, we would just kind of. It also get up it also go. helped that this was like the nicest spring I think we've we've you had. Can say in, that again, in, right? And, and forever, <laughs> that, that was yes. perfect. It was so <laughs> nice. It was like the Lord knew what was going to be going on. Yeah, it gave us the best weather like I can remember in the yes, spring. Indeed. Yeah, you could. I mean, walk late, late into the summer, yeah. and, and not break a sweat for the most part. I mean, right. it wasn't the humid, the thick humid here in Alabama at Oof. least. Um, but man, man. You're, that's so true. And, and you were mentioning the other day about um, the, the importance of so many different people and scholars who walk oh, yeah. as you, a, a part of their life. Yeah, yeah. We're recently writing about that on our, our blog. Uh, you look at a lot of the influential philosophers from Friedrich Nietzsche, uh, Soren Kierkegaard, C.S. Lewis. Yep. All of them had a regular practice of going for a walk. Mm. That's just like normal. Like They all did that. Uh, and it's, you know, it's archived throughout their writings and just kind of understood like the great thinkers went for walks, you know, and uh, I think we've lost the value of that. Oh my goodness. I mean, yeah, it, yeah it's like yeah. It's, it's a, that combination of being outside doing something physical, even if it's something uh, slow as a walk, it, it forces us to kind of reposition ourselves in creation. Sure. You know, we're the created. And we're in creation, and and God is the creator, and, and it's a, it's an alignment of, uh, of our thoughts and of our actions and of our ability to just kind of say, you know what, let's let's think about what just happened yesterday or today or, you know, in between shots, you know, uh, yeah. I come to think of it, when, whenever I play, I, I I prefer walking, yeah, over riding, just for that very reason. Um, you know, you can't just let you can't just dwell on the the previous mistakes or the successes. You know, you kind of have to let some of those successes go too mm. between shots. Um, you hang on to them. Yeah. You know, it brings you back the next time, but it's definitely not the bad shots that bring me back. Right. <laughs> right. We were fishing this morning and um, Brad got a strike and I got a strike and we fished for six hours. Yeah. Just off of those two strikes. Yeah. We didn't oh, catch a fish. Oh. It was a rough day on the water. All I right. Mean, I'm on the right track and nothing. Nothing. <laughs> But that, that one little strike, that one little glimmer of hope is what keeps you staying in the water and keeps you coming back to the golf course. For sure. How about That's that? Good. That's cool. Well, Ronnie, thank you so much, man. Uh, 
one question we like to ask before yeah. Brad closes us out is, what's your next adventure? Oh, okay. This is this is good. Any more bets? I, I <laughs> no, guess. Yeah, <laughs> not like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I think this is so fitting uh, because I, I kind of committed to this as early as uh, uh, or as recent as a week ago. Okay. So uh, my 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 kids are back in school, and uh, my oldest comes home. He's seven, and um, he says, "Daddy, my my buddies are doing Boy Scouts." Okay. And so um, I was a Boy Scout, you know, uh, Cub Scout, Boy Scout, yeah. whatever, yeah. you know. Uh, didn't make it all the way to Eagle, but, you know. Yeah, I think but, I got to Weblo, Weblo. Or, okay, <laughs> yeah, Weblo. Yeah, Weblo, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, he comes home, his two best buddies in school are doing it. He's a daddy, daddy, can I do Boy Scouts? And I'm like, sure, sure. Yeah, I'm just forgetting about, you know, you know, the, the camping and stuff that we used to do, you know, back in the day. Yeah. So we go to the meeting and, um, uh, the the den den or pack leader I can't mm-hmm. remember what he's called he comes to me and he's like hey uh, it, I I know I know you're going to be involved um, it's great because I, I coach I coach basketball for the same group of kids at oh, school cool. too so like you know I know the parents and everything so he just he assumed I was going to be involved in helping out so I just want to let you know uh, by the way you're one of the most involved dads I know <laughs> thanks I Gil mean, I appreciate that I really are. appreciate that I remember when you were hanging around us at the, at Sanford and yeah. all that you would show me your son. <sighs> on the the live cam from the daycare <laughs> like there he is right there you remember that? oh yeah man that stuck out to me i was like i wish i had a daycare cam for my child <laughs> i miss it now man um but no so on uh, the 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 pack leader approaches me and he's telling me what's all involved and he's like oh yeah by the way um we're gonna have a series of like hikes and uh we're gonna spend a couple ni- couple nights camping and I was just like, and I started going back. I mean, that, this was years ago. I did Boy Scouts, and I was like, yeah, we did that. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm 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 cautiously optimistic about what all comes with that with I my love son, because mm-hmm. uh, I know he hasn't experienced anything like that. But um, like I told my son, because I'm pretty open with him, and I'm like, son, I'm embracing this opportunity. Yeah, you know, we're gonna we're gonna we're not hunt. Excuse me, we're gonna camp. We're gonna hike. You know, stuff we oh, you and I be haven't great. done before. We're going to do it with Boy Scouts with your buddies and all this stuff. And it's going to be the best time ever. Awesome. So to, to answer your question. I love it. Looking forward to re-embracing the outdoors in a different light with the Boy Scouts. Wow. So, That's yeah. fantastic. Well, That's I hope that goes really well for you. I, I'm, I'm pumped. Cool. I think. <laughs> I think. As long as there are no milk, milk jugs. Right. Hey, when they bring out the gallon jug, you start I'll, running. I'll expect everything. <laughs> Grab your son and go. That was a, the fine print, the fine print of this bet, right? Oh man, Ronnie, thanks so much for coming and hanging out oh, with us. Man, I, it's my pleasure, seriously. And, yeah. And I, if I could say one thing, I appreciate y'all having me. I've said that several times, and Gil, I apologize, man, because I feel like I kind of bullied you into letting me come on. Absolutely not. That is not true. I started texting Dude, like, Gil, can I get I'll, on? Can I get I'll on? Can do I get it. on? No, that is not. That is not accurate. That's awesome. I, I told Brad a long time ago. I was like, we got to get Ronnie on there. Oh, this man. guy's good in front of a camera. He's good in front of a microphone. Everybody Thanks, loves him. I mean, he's one of my favorite people. I so. appreciate that. Yeah. That's cool. good. Thanks for sharing too, man. I, sure. I love that. Oh yeah. Um, we, we love these conversations and we, we're hopeful. We're hopeful that they encourage people and challenge people. Uh, we, we, if people enjoy this, you know, we want people to share it. Right. Yeah. But we also want people to write their own stories and share their own adventures. Right. And, right. and what we call the story outdoors. So thanks for being with us. Man. Of course. If you've enjoyed this podcast, Please consider taking some time to leave us a review. Or better yet, share it with a friend. And as always, we hope these stories encourage you. Encourage you to write your own stories. Share your own adventures in the storied outdoors.